Welcome to episode 139 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And we are coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com. On Twitter and on Instagram at TDR Explorer, and on Facebook at facebook.com/tdrexplorer, as well as YouTube and Pinterest and a million other places. I'm one of your hosts, Patricia. I take photos at the park, and you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Dream Sweets Love. And I am avoiding the heat. But it's very hard to do because it's very, very hot, and it's only going to get hotter.、Um, and Chris, how are you? How are you avoiding the heat? What's going on?、Uh, I am not avoiding the heat because I am outside. <laughs> 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 Apparently, I love suffering. Apparently, that's what I. Enjoy doing. <laughs> I enjoy it in, in like short bursts. Like I don't mind biking outside for like a little bit in the heat because it feels like good to have the sun on your skin. But the thing is, after like a couple of hours, it starts to wear you down. You know. Yeah, and just feeling like you're swimming. Yeah. Your own your own sweat. It's like a sauna. It's pretty maybe, much. It's probably good for your skin, right? Yeah, we、maybe. can tell ourselves that. It's. <laughs> It clears everything out of your skin. I don't know. <laughs> clears the pores. It purifies you. <laughs>、uh, I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor of TDR Explorer. And besides sitting outside, I'm also the one eating all the the seasonal food at the park. And soon it's going to be all that delicious kakigori or the shaved ice and all the other. Delicious snacks for the summer. Can't wait for that. It's gonna be really good. It's gonna be good. I'm I'm looking forward to summer this year. The summer is always I should say. fun, you know. Yeah, it is. It's always it's hot, yes, but it's usually a lot of fun. A lot of a, a lot of stuff is going on.、Uh, so before we get started, want to talk really quickly about our Patreon. Big thank you to everybody who is already contributing to us on there. You do help keep the show running, so we cannot thank you enough. And if you'd like to contribute to us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com/tdrnow, and we have a bunch of rewards depending on the level that you pledge at. And one of those levels is the five dollar level, where we give you a shout out on the podcast. So every episode. We will give you a shout out. So we already have quite the long list of people, and we would love to add more. So if you want to get a shout out, you can head on over to Patreon.com/tdrnow to make your pledge. And we also have a bunch of other perks on there as well. So you can just kind of scroll through there and check them out. And we really do appreciate it. It does help keep the show running. What are we talking about today? What are we talking about? Well, we got a little bit of news. Um, uh, some in the parks, and we are going to be talking about that hot, hot summer sun that's hitting Japan right now. We definitely have to talk about the summer heat because it's hot, and we want to make sure that you're safe. We don't want you getting sick or getting heat stroke or anything like that because that is unpleasant, and we don't want to. We don't want your. We don't want your vacation to be ruined. <laughs> exactly. You don't want to die on vacation. That's never fun. Yeah, we please we be careful. Avoid that. <laughs> so for the news, 
this is mostly merchandise related because there's a lot of stuff coming out lately. Um, the biggest thing is the Mickey hand soap dispenser. That's kind of <laughs> I sad. Can't believe for that, that's the biggest news. <laughs> that is the biggest news, and it's the simplest thing. And I can't believe how much traction this got. Uh, especially across social media and everything. Everyone is essentially freaking out over this. So what it is, is this little hand soap dispenser that spits out soap, hand soap. And what makes it special is the soap comes out in the shape of Mickey. And everyone is losing their collective minds over this. (laughs) And it came out on uh, July 3rd and it sold out pretty much that day. Is either the third or the fourth that it sold out on, but it sold out very quickly. And the official website says it won't be back this month, but it will be back at some point, I'm guessing. They don't say specifically. All they just say all they say is it's not coming back in July. So I'm sure they'll get it back at some point. Yeah. They probably weren't anticipating it to go that quick. I mean <laughs> Who knows? It's hand so yeah it's what 1200 yen so it's about 11 dollars. it's expensive hand soap yeah the dispenser the dispenser the soap itself is normal hand soap yeah it's by the the ko corporation they're the uh sponsors of the hand soap in the parks it's good pr Uh, for them right and it's good because it gets people washing their hands which is really important for people's health so that's cool yeah and um Alongside that, they've also installed two more hand-washing stations that dispense the Mickey Mouse-shaped soap. There's one in Tomorrowland now, just behind Space Mountain. I think it's right behind, like, the, the walkway or something. or like it's, it's around that area. And then there's also one in Mysterious Island at Tokyo Disney Sea now. Cool. So that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um... I was able to get my hands on one, so I was good. I, I was there the first day it came out because I kind of had a feeling that it was mm-hmm. going to sell out. How were the lines? Was it crazy lines? No, it wasn't. Okay, cool. Um, they only had, like at Bon Voyage, they only had, I think, two spots where the soap was. Mm-hmm. I didn't bother going into either park um, to check, but uh, they were flying off the shelves. People were grabbing them, like, by the handful. <laughs> So, very popular item. And surprisingly, it's much easier to dispense than the ones in the park. Because the one in the park, you kind of have to maneuver your hand properly. Yeah, because it's like a machine. So, it's it, it feels like much more difficult. This one, you feel like you have more control. Yeah, like it has like this uh, little guard, like mm-hmm. rail or whatever, underneath the nozzle. So, you know exactly where to put your hand. So your cool. hand's not too close. Then you just push the nozzle down and it just does it. So Beautiful. it's pretty simple. <laughs> it can't go wrong. It really can't. Um, and the summer merchandise has finally come out. We've got it's a cute. lot of summer merchandise. It's cute, yeah. Um, we have the, the, the Natsu Matsuri merchandise at Tokyo Disneyland, which is very heavily focused on uh, Chippendale this year yeah this has been the chippendale event right for the past couple of years yeah so really heavy on the chippendale merchandise i'm not complaining with that (laughs) and they're going the route of corn on the cob in terms of the themed merchandise which is really cute and very japanese 
I like the shaved ice, the little mini shaved ice with them on it. Yeah, they have. And yeah, that's the other food item that they're kind of theming everything after is the shaved ice, which is, a, you know, a very popular snack in the summer. That's pretty cool. And then they have the uh, Pirates merchandise. And they kind of have it split. Like half of it's characters. So like Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, they're all dressed in pirate merchant or pirate outfits. And then the other half is like actual pirate stuff. So like there's a lot of Captain Jack Sparrow on everything and all that stuff. It's pretty close to last year. It's nothing too different compared to last year. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, the costumes are different for the characters this time around. Um, and then we have the merchandise for Celebrate Tokyo Disneyland, which is the brand new nighttime show. The projection show. Yeah, nighttime projection show. Um, it's the the replacement for Once Upon a Time that ended a while ago. November? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. It, it ended a while ago. And they have the Grinning Ghosts <laughs> as merchandise, as little plushes. Those are really cute. I love those. Which is really cute. And then they have the... Uh, they, they have more country bears. <laughs> because... You know, we get a lot of love for the country bears here. Mm-hmm. And they also have the dog from Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, the dog that has the keys in his mouth. It's so adorable. Yeah, there's a little plush with him. I love it. I thought that, that's pretty clever, I thought. And they also got this new, like, I don't know what to call it. It's the, it's Cinderella Castle. It's clear. And it comes with candies inside of it. But once you empty, like, you take the candies out... It actually attaches to the light, the light-up wand that has the Mickey head on it. Mm-hmm. You can take the Mickey head off and put the castle on it, and then it starts. It lights up the castle. That's cool. I like that. Which is a little, little clever. Yeah, I kind of like that. <laughs> and that's pretty much it for news. So in the parks, what did you do in the parks? I feel like I didn't go in the parks. I went shopping outside the parks. Like, I bought... I don't even remember if this was last week or this week. The trash cans? Oh, yeah, yeah. Those are sold out now, too, aren't they? Those were... When we were there, they were flying off the shelf. So we bought the big one of the Tokyo Disney Sea. Uh, No, the Tokyo Disneyland big one and the small one of Tokyo Disney Sea. Okay. I feel like they can make them for every area and... It will still sell really well because it's useful and it's really cool. It's like something really interesting that we haven't seen before at our parks, at least. Yeah. So that's kind of nice. And then my son went without me today. (laughs) Bad mother. Uh, He went um, shopping for pirate stuff. So he got a pirate T-shirt and some keychains and stuff like that. Um, I think he went to Bon Voyage. I don't think he went inside the parks. Hmm. So, But I think that's it, you know. It's just been so hot, and there's a lot of events going on in the city, so we're trying to catch up on other, like, museum exhibits and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, we'll probably catch up this week. And as for myself, um, well, I, I went and got the hand soap. Of course. Of course. I did that. And then I decided to work at the Starbucks in Ixpiari, and their AC was broken. That's not good, man. It was not very... Like, it was fine for the first little bit. Yeah. But then it just kind of caught 
hotter and hotter and I'm just sitting there and I'm sweating and I'm like, I'm sitting there and I'm sweating and it just, you know, it's hot when that happens. Was there like, why didn't you try a different place? Because I needed Wi-Fi and Wi-Fi is so spotty. Uh... Which is really irritating. Yeah. <laughs> Starbucks has probably the most reliable mm-hmm. and easiest to actually log into. Uh, whatever. Hopefully but they fix was, uh, it because it's it's been really nasty outside. Yeah, they need to fix that thing. Uh, I was also working on the uh, the USJ book. I was working on it at Tokyo Disney. So is that a little uncouth? I, I think know. that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I felt I felt a little weird having like all my research books with me, like my. USJ guides and stuff, they're all open, and there's, like, minions on the page and Harry Potter and stuff, and I'm sitting here at Tokyo Disney. I think it's okay. Tokyo Disney Resort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, I, the the whole thought was just kind of funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, that's pretty much all I've done so far. But, yeah, very hot. Very, very hot. But it feels good, though. It's nice to finally get that summer heat, you know, because we, we kind of needed it. There was a few chilly days earlier in the week, and it's like, oh, come on, just be over with. So it's good to feel that sun on your skin, too. Yeah. Yep, officially summer. <laughs> uh, so before we talk or uh, get into our talk about the summer heat in in Japan and the parks and how to deal with that... Talk really quickly about our Tokyo Disney Resort ebook, our ebook travel guide. It's sold over 1,100 copies so far. So thank you to everyone who's purchased your copy. And it has 200 pages of awesome advice, tips, information, everything you need to know about Tokyo Disney Resort. Seriously, it's I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it's probably probably the most in-depth guide out there right now. Uh, <laughs> 200 pages is nothing to nothing to to scoff at. <laughs> um and funny story, I actually um I don't know if she listened to the podcast or not, but um <laughs> a fellow explorer, I saw her in Shibuya the other day. Oh no way! And she had a copy of the ebook printed. She printed it out. Oh so my gosh! She was she, carrying it with her. She was carrying it with her, and she asked me to sign it, so I did. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> so Susan, if you're out there listening, thank you so much, and I'm so glad that I got to sign your book. That is so amazing. <laughs> oh my god! What a coincidence Although, that you were both there at the same time. Uh, it was so funny. Uh, yeah, of all the places, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So if you want to get your copy of the ebook, you can head on over to tdrexplorer.com slash ebook. That'll take you right to the page and you can click on the buy button and everything. And yeah, make sure you head on over and buy your copy. And I do get asked a lot if uh, people should wait for the, the updated version. And my reply to that is... Um, you can wait if you like, but the way the book has been designed, um, a vast majority of the information in there is not time sensitive. So a lot of like the tips and information advice and all that is kind of timeless in a, in a sense, if that makes any sense. 
Um, so a lot of the information there is not very time sensitive. So it's always going to going to apply no matter when you visit. Of course, I'm going to be updating the book for a, a new version um, later. And, you know, there's things that change because the park changes so much. <laughs> like the day after I published the book, you know, something changed at the resort. <laughs> you know, it's just it's impossible to keep up, as everyone probably already knows. So yeah, uh, head on over to the website txport.com/ebook to get your to get your copy. Let's talk about that summer heat. Man, how are you surviving right now? I'm sitting in my room or my living room with the AC on. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. It's AC time. Um earlier in the week, it was it felt like you could get away with just opening the balcony doors cuz the breeze is so strong here. But um, yeah. it's to the point where, yeah, you need your AC right now, for sure. Yeah, it's too it's too humid. And it's not even that bad for humidity. It's going to get worse. Yeah, it's actually, like, because I'm comparing, I'm, like, constantly going back and forth between, like, the weather here and then the weather back home. Because it's fairly close to mm-hmm. our hometown. Um, Orlando's a little bit higher and the humidity's a bit higher. So I'm like, hmm, I'm kind of gauging, like, how to survive the Orlando heat. And it's not too different. It's, the humidity's a bit higher, but, yeah, it's okay. So, yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's going to get hotter, though. Much hotter. Much it's hotter. Gonna, you're going to sweat in places you thought you couldn't sweat. Oh, no! <laughs> Just put it that way. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> Little TMI for that, but, you know. Um so how how do we how do we deal with the heat in Japan and also at the parks? We have a lot of tricks. We have a lot of a lot of stuff that we do. It's a lot of work. Um yeah, I feel like the people that are coming to TDR, if you're coming from Orlando, you already have a or if you've been going to the parks at Orlando, you already have a pretty good idea at how to survive the heat and humidity. If you're coming from maybe Anaheim or uh, maybe from Europe, it might be a little bit of a different story. So this is definitely more focused for you. But Orlando peeps, you should have a general idea of what to do. But let's go over it together anyway. Yeah. Or if you're coming from like Southeast Asia country or like Hong Kong, it's going to feel colder here. (laughs) Unless you're in a building right because <laughs> the ac there is so pumped up so if you go to the starbucks and xpre you yeah. might be in for a bad time <laughs> yeah because it's funny because japan is like hot and humid right but hong kong is worse it's yeah hong kong is so much worse in it's, terms all, it's of the, longer too it's like all year yeah hong kong is hong kong's a whole other ball game when it comes to that kind of stuff but anyway i digress uh, how should we start this? Should we start with like gear, clothing, that kind of stuff? Let's do gear and clothing. Heck yeah. Get your sunglasses, Perfect. get your t-shirts. Let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing that I always have, I forgot to put in the list here, but I always have the airism undershirts. Mm-hmm. I always, like, I, I swear by those. Now I know like they say like, oh, the, the, the airisms come from Uniglo. Um, mm-hmm. so I think they have. Aerisms in the U.S. Uniglo's? I'm not 100% sure. I would I imagine, I've, yeah. I've never been to a Uniglo in the U.S., so I don't really know. But they're the, the, the thin undershirts, and they come in different colors and different, like, there's a V-neck one, and there's a normal, like, 
the normal crew neck one. Um, it says it's supposed to keep you cool. It kind of does, but for the most part, it's mostly to catch your sweat. So you don't look like a drowned rat. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I know a, a lot of people ask me, like, when they, 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 they see me or they see photos of me in the summer, like, how do you not look like you're a puddle of sweat? I'm like, no, I am. Trust me, I am. Um, but I'm usually wearing an undershirt, and that usually helps because mm-hmm. that catches all the sweat. And then, the like, your, your, your outer shirt doesn't get as bad. Uh, so that's that's the one thing that I typically do. And you know, I don't know if you know this, but like it's kind of weird. At Eon, they have like a fake version of the Arism. Mm-hmm. I think it's slightly oh, yeah. cheaper. I don't know what the difference is between the two. I've never tried it. So if you're looking for a value version and you're uh, a tourist in town, you could check out Eon in their clothing department and let us know how that works out. I'm not sure. But um, it seems like it's about the same thing. So Eon actually does really good products. Hmm. I lo- yeah, I love those undershirts. I swear. I swear by them. Yeah, my husband has like... And I don't even know why he has so many because we do the laundry every day. Um, but he has like a stack in, the, in his little closet. So I'm like, darling, why... Do you need, <laughs> you know, this many shirts? I guess on business trips and stuff, but. Yeah, I have, I think I have five, five or six. They're very so can, good. Yeah. Um, I guess a good trick with that is, because I, I have different colored ones. I have white ones and I also have um, like light brown ones. If you have a light colored shirt, if you wear a white one underneath it, you can kind of see it, of course, because right. the. Um, you know, the white is very bright. So if you want to avoid that, get the light brown version because then it kind of closely matches your skin tone. Yeah. So then if you're wearing like a like a white T-shirt or something, it's not going to be as obvious or like you won't see the lines that you're wearing an undershirt. So that's that's the one trick that I do. So if I'm wearing a very light shirt, I'll wear the 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 light brown colored undershirt, and then that way it looks like I'm not wearing an undershirt, but in fact I am. I I agree. I do that with the girls' tank um, little under tank that they sell. That's the Arism. It's it's fantastic. You can't go wrong with it. And and yeah, that skin tone one is really really nice. My husband in particular particular because he uses it for work only has white. Um, it's very nice material, like, and it's changed, hasn't it? Recently, the new material this year. I think so. It's like thinner. Very thin, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. They're always changing it. Oh, for sure, and they, they're improve, constantly improving it. So go out and check it out, and it's a good souvenir in any case, you know. Yeah, it's definitely worth worth investing in. Trust me, especially if you're someone who sweats a lot, it'll help you not. You know, because, you know, if you're wearing, like, a, a gray shirt, you're going to see the sweat. No, um, gross. Yeah, and you don't want so, that, right? That's not, yeah, that's so, not a good look. So get an undershirt. I know, like, a lot of people might think, oh, that's counterintuitive. You're wearing more layers. If it's an undershirt like that, it's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. And also, too... It protects the, your clothes, which are is important. Yeah, it protects your clothes. And also gives it gives kind of a cooling effect, like, kind of more on your lower back. Like, if... Because that's where most people sweat, right? Right. If there's like a nice breeze and it's wet on your lower back, it kind of feels nice and cool, <laughs> <laughs> which is really weird. But yeah, it feels it it feels nice. 
Um, yeah, anyway, we've talked way too long about the undershirts. Because <laughs> they're so good. Okay, we're not going to talk about undershirts anymore. Okay, what else we got? We've got... that's, cl- that's So that's shirts. Um, for the rest of the clothes, uh, shorts, skirts, you know. Yeah, whatever's comfortable, right? And do remember that even though... So, okay, there should be one point that we talk about. So we talk about whatever's comfortable. But do keep in mind that people do dress up a bit more at the parks here and they show a bit less uh sorry they show (laughs) they show less skin here Mm -hmm. so um you don't want to go too casual i know it's summer and i know you don't want so to wear too many clothes because it's really really hot but people do tend to cover up more so keep that in mind um Mm -hmm. it's just like a cultural thing and um and people do dress up a little bit more here so you don't want to go too bummy looking at the parks or in the city right yeah like a tank like a, a tank top and like really short shorts most people won't wear that and it depends on the kind of tank top, like the kind of fashion that you're wearing. So yeah, I guess I'm thinking of like you know ones you would wear at home. Yeah, yeah. This is more like if it's like a nice, like a really nice tank top, then it's okay. But you don't want to go like to you know like bummy. That's <laughs> true. Um, cooling towels. Yeah, I Those, live by them. I live. I I, I love them. They're so good. And you, um, you can get these at the like Daiso, and you you can also buy them off of Amazon too. I think there's one called Chili Frog, yes, Chili Pad, yeah, something like that. Yeah, same uh, same thing, exact same, and same they, thing. They sell these in the states as well, um, so you can find them in your home country. So you can come and already have them prepared, so that way you don't have to go searching for them when you get here. Hmm. Yeah, those are so nice, especially just like. Get it wet and then, you know, put it on your forehead or around your neck or something. It just it just feels really nice. Um, and then there's the, the, the instant cooling packs that we have. Those are a lifesaver. So not only are they helpful to cool down, but if there's an emergency, um, they're very, very useful uh, to have on you because there is a high danger of heat stroke in the summer. So those he, those little ice packs that you crack and they provide an instant uh, coldness, really, really important. Yeah, and you can get those too at uh, Daiso and other places. And they also have them in the convenience stores and stuff too. Absolutely. And it, um, I think they have them in the parks now. I think so, yeah. I've, I think I've seen them around. They're a little bit more expensive, but if you're in a bind, eh, get one. Um, hooded towels. Yes, I feel like in all the towels. You, <laughs> in Japan, in the summer, whether you're in the parks or out of the parks, you will have a million towels on you of various sizes. Um, and in the parks, the hooded towels serve two functions. They protect you from the sun, and they look cute, right? Very cute. And also, they'll help protect you from the water shows. You can dry off with them, but make yeah, sure exactly. to cover them up before the water show. Uh, yeah. and, <laughs> and then uh, take them out so that they're not already wet. But yeah, absolutely. And of course, sunscreen. Got to have that sunscreen. That kind of goes without saying, but it's worth mentioning. Yeah. Uh, always have sunscreen and um, a little fan perhaps you can a lot of people will buy like the little motorized ones see like coming from orlando i feel like the fans once it gets to a certain point of heat they don't do much except blow around hot air 
Yeah, I guess it kind of depends on where you are. Yeah, if you're in a shady area, they tend to work a little bit better. Mm. It's just it's just so humid here. Because my son, every year he wants these things, and I'm like, fine. And then I'm like, let me try it. And then I'm like, no. If it's the one with the water, it's better. And you can put, like, ice in the in the little water shooter, the mister. Yeah, yeah, That tends yeah. to work a bit nicer. Um, yeah, and uh, keep applying sunscreen. Uh, don't just apply it one time keep applying it because you will get sun anyway like we keep applying and we still end up tan at the end of the day just because there's so much concrete in tokyo and in the parks and that sun is reflecting at you from various different angles so watch out with that Hmm. yeah that's a very good point uh there's the the cooling wipes the menthol cooling wipes yeah those those are nice I feel I feel like men also in particular love these. My husband always has like a massive pack in his bag. Yeah. I'm I'm okay. So I find like the men's scent tends to be so strong on these um cooling pads. Yeah, that's true. They're very they're very potent. They're yeah, very to... potent. <laughs> um but I like to use work. them like midday just to kind of like cool down a little bit. It feels really nice, especially if there's a breeze. Mm-hmm. It feels really nice. Um, but then there's also, um, you can just get like body wipes, like ones that don't have the cooling effect if you want to just wipe yourself down. Cause sometimes it's just nice just to, like if you can't get to the washroom to wash your face or something, yeah. just have a, a body wipe just to kind of wipe your face down. Just makes you feel human. <laughs> <laughs> it, that cooling effect feels really good though. It does. And um, if you like the Disney characters, you can find, of course, not just in the parks at the convenience stores there, but also outside of the parks, um, often, uh, whether it's Eon or the supermarket or other convenience stores, they'll have uh, like Disney character versions of these cooling wipes, which are really, really cute. <laughs> I think some of the um, some of the body wipes that are more like geared towards women um, they have like a light, like powdered scent to them yes. or something. Not just the scent, but they also have like a light powder. So your skin is a little powdered, so it's less like glisteny, you know? I, yeah, I guess it gives like a matte effect. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe I should get that. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. But I feel like for, I don't know. I don't know about you. My husband finds that like really, really freezing effect of the men's wipes really satisfying. So I don't know if you like that freezing effect. I feel like you'll get that more from the guys' wipes. Mm, fair enough. The girls' ones are a little like more subtle, so you'd miss out. You miss. So I'll borrow his sometimes just for that freezing, like that chill it gives you. But <laughs> just the smell is so strong. <laughs> but yeah, that powder mm. is nice. You should double up so you could do both. Yeah, that's my recommendation. Al- alternate between the two. Heck yeah. <laughs> Um, another thing is a waterproof bag of some sort or waterproof gear. And this is only really for in the parks. Um, if you're watching the water shows, like the summer water shows. Yes. Cause depending on where you're standing, you're going to get wet or soaked. So you're going to want to protect your stuff. (laughs) And you're going to want various sizes. So, um, you want to make sure to cover your bags completely, any camera equipment you have, um, and you know, you're, you're sightseeing. So of course you're going to have phones and camera equipment and all that stuff, Wi-Fi and everything. 
Um, you, uh, I would pick up some garbage bags from the supermarket. It, it sounds kind of weird, um, but they're a good size. They'll cover up everything that you have and um, mini Ziplocs uh, and all that good stuff. Different sizes is the key. Yeah. And the parks will also sell their own like big plastic bags. Of course, they're expensive, but if you want something that looks cute, they, there's also that as an option. I feel like you want to throw those bags at, like you after the show, you, you just want to just like toss it because it's so soaked. But yeah, the Disney version is super, super cute. Yeah, and they're they're pretty durable, too. Yeah, they're OK. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're not they're not super durable, but they're they're better than like a grocery bag, I guess. And if you forget, you can always ask the store staff and they'll give you a bag like a shopping bag. So you don't really have to buy the bag so you can put your stuff inside. Yeah, if you have like a small like, a you know, some things you just need to get into a plastic bag. That's fine. Yeah. Um, what about, so people visiting from other parts of Asia will probably be familiar with this. Um, in the West, I find not so much parasols. Yeah, Westerners don't really use them. Not so much, right? Yeah, not to my knowledge anyway. I've never really, I've never really seen it. People don't do it. No. And, um, it's, the thing is, if you're waiting for like the water show, um, it's kind of nice to have on you because, like I said, you do have that sun coming at you from so many different angles, even with sunscreen. Um, it is very, very easy to burn. And what's cool about a lot of the parasols they sell here, um, it doesn't, like like we say several times, um, the ones in the park are so, so cute and such a good design. They are very, very pricey because they do have UV protection and uh, they also double um, as waterproof, like for umbrellas, if it's raining um, sometimes. So uh, I, the one uh, they have, have you seen the, the one with the photo collaboration? They got it back and it's like, like almost like $50, I would say. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, it's really, really cute. I'm considering it. I'm thinking about it. It looks really good. But then there's another one in the park, which also looks really cute. So I'm trying to decide. Um, if you don't want to go the Disney style, you can go to a store like Plaza or any um, department store, uh, Mitsukoshi or a- anywhere, any any place where they sell um, accessories for women. And they will have these parasols. So it's not something that's only at the parks. It's sold all over the country and um, at various prices. So you can find them ranging from uh, 2000 yen to mm, a good penny more in the hundreds uh so uh to tw- about twenty dollars to like the hundreds of dollars depending on the brand and the fashion and some of them are very very cool so um make a fashion statement when you go home if you're going back to the west and uh protect your skin <laughs> um let's talk about some of the food there's so much food. Okay, so I, I have to go on a diet again. Uh, but there's so much food because it's summertime, right? And summertime food in Japan, um, it's a time to go outside at night, right? Um, and enjoy the atmosphere of festivals and of community events and kind of like staying out of the daytime sun and coming out at night and enjoying like a nice atmosphere, whether it's drinking beer with your friends or um, having like some kind of like outdoor communal dining. So... Yeah, what what's your favorite summer food in the parks and outside? It's definitely the shaved ice. Yes, <laughs> it's all about that cooling down. Yeah, kakigori is so good, shaved ice. It really is. Um, you can get it in the parks and also outside the parks. You can get it. it's it's a it's a it's an everywhere snack. 
And you know, okay, so this is kind of like funny because I'm I'm kind of playing the tourist role this month. Um, you can actually get your own uh, shaved ice maker at the department store. And they have like the Japanese traditional designs. They have like both electric, which will give you that, that really fine ice and also the hand crank. And um, <laughs> it makes a good souvenir if you have some room in your luggage. I'm bringing um, some back for my family, like the old fashioned design because it looks kind of cool. Hmm. So you can make it back at home. Um, but uh, in the parks, they're Disney style, super cute. You can get it with ice cream. You can get it with fresh fruits. If you go into the city, um, there are uh, shaved ice places, not just from Japan, but different uh, places in Asia, whether it's uh, kind of like the Korean version or the Taiwanese version is very hot right now. And um, they look amazing. Uh, my favorite place is Himitsudo in Nippori, and uh, it's a little tiny shop, but it is so, so good, and the flavors are always changing, and it's like homemade. Oh, nice. I like the Ice Monster. Ice Monster. In, in um, Harajuku. Yes. Or, yeah. Or, no, it's, well, it's in Harajuku, kind of. It's on the, the Omotisando Street, which is right beside it bleeds into each other yeah they're kind of in they're kind of the same Mm -hmm. area yeah like literally side by side um but in the park my favorite is the matcha oh it's so good yeah shaved ice Mm -hmm. that's one that has the green alien mochi on top yeah and the sweet red bean (gasps) and matcha jello or jelly and condensed milk is so good. Any any time that they add condensed milk, it kind of like ups the game for shaved ice. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> What's your favorite ice monster flavor? Um, I just I love matcha so much. I don't know why. Because mm. you know it's a nice like it's a nice soft flavor for summer, and I feel like summertime you don't want to often go too intense, right? Yeah, that's true. Um. Oh, uh, this this one kind of makes everyone like throws people off a little bit. The the frozen bottle drinks that you can buy in the convenience stores. Yes, my go to every year. Yeah, so you can essentially buy a frozen, like a frozen drink. It's usually like one of the sports drinks, like um, Kelpis or Bacari Sweat or something. Or green and tea. It's just, or green tea, and it's just a block of ice, mm-hmm. which is perfect. Like, obviously, you can't drink it right away, but it helps keep everything nice and cool. And then once it finally melts a little bit, then you got to drink a nice cold drink. And it will melt fairly quickly once we're at peak summer. So don't worry about getting this block of ice in your bag. <laughs> it will melt very quickly. Yeah. And they but do it's... sell them at the park at the hotel convenience stores now. Oh, they do? Good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always love buying them and just like holding on to it. I like make it at home. I'll oh. get like a big sports bottle and I'll, uh, what I do is like I fill it half with water and then I freeze it on its side overnight and then I fill it with uh, the other half with regular water. And so oh, I can so drink, can drink some, it. yeah, and then let the other melt. Oh, uh, that's a good idea. Right. Like that. Mom hacks. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's cold food, like 
udon cold udon yes i love it cold udon and zaru soba the 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 chilled soba noodles are yeah. so good yeah that's nice oh there's always there's so much like different types of food you can eat in the summer and i love festival and- food <laughs> any yeah, festival food you know whether it's like the the chicken on a stick the yakitori or the my son is okay so i don't know about you chris um in japan the mochi mochi potatoes yeah he's obsessed with that i like the kids love that it's like these long french fries yeah um and they're chewy and the kids yeah, they're kind of chewy it. on the inside yeah yeah it's really hot at the festivals like for the past couple of years and they real kids freaking love it yeah they just yeah they're I, so good though i feel like it's a matter of time before we see the tdr version which i think it's i'm surprised that we haven't seen it yet yeah they usually kind of latch on to fest like japanese festival foods mm-hmm. and make their own yeah make it their own in the park yeah maybe next year I feel like we'll see it. And um, things like takoyaki, the octopus uh, in, uh, like, batter, the balls. Yeah. 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 Very clever. <laughs> and you'll see all this food referenced in the TDR um, summer festival goods, which is kind of cool, you know? Oh, yeah. With Chip and Dale enjoying it. <laughs> um, another way to stay cool is... Um, of course, buildings will have AC and trains will have AC. Yes. Um, for the trains, so most of them are going to have, like, they're going to blast the AC. So it's going to be, it might be a little too too jarring for people. But there are certain cars on, like, the metro and the trains that have a lighter AC. Yes, it's so um, interesting. So without, uh, like... A lot of it's not going to be in English, but if you just look for a light blue, like light blue text above the door, like they're, they're, they're always um, denoted with a, a sticker. Um, and the sticker says like, like light air, air conditioning is what it says. So if you don't like really intense AC, try and find one of those. Again, it's just like a light, like a, it's a white label with, with light blue writing on it. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, like there's no point in saying or telling. Or, there's no point in me telling you how to say it because it's all in kanji, so <laughs> most people aren't going to be able to read it anyway. <laughs> but you won't have time uh, to read it, like to to like find it and get on. But if you look for that little symbol, that blue symbol, you should be able to find it. Yeah. Um. So I think it's kind of interesting because compared to like Hong Kong or um, Florida. The AC here, it tends to be, except on the train and the buses for some reason, but in buildings tends to be a little bit more toned down in general. Yes, I've noticed that. Because like Florida and Hong Kong, you need a separate jacket, even if you're dying outside. Because once you go in the building, it's like an icebox, right? Yeah, it's almost it's almost uncomfortable. Uh-huh. It, yeah, it does. It does get to that point. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Um, but it's always good to carry just in case a light jacket, you know, um, like for when you get on transportation and things like that. And sometimes in the building, the the buildings here, it's not as crazy as um, other other Disney parks in hot climates. Yeah, that's true. Um, if you're out and about, like if you're in Tokyo or other major places in Japan, 
Um, a lot of places will have underground walkways. Yeah, yeah. Which is really nice. Um, most of the underground walkways are nice. Some of them are... <laughs> they feel like you're walking in a... <laughs> Like like someone's blowing a hairdryer on your face. But for the most part, a lot of these underground walkways are pretty nice. Like, uh, they probably won't be air-conditioned, but it'd be cooler than being up in the elements. Yeah, in that direct sun. Absolutely. And, and a yeah, bit safer, so, right? Yeah, so a place like Shinjuku, Ginza, Tokyo area, like most of the major places will have underground walkways. You can kind of walk between buildings or between train stations and stuff all underground. Um, just be mindful. You might get lost. <laughs> yeah. And your GPS won't work as well um, underground sometimes. So, no, uh, so be aware of that. follow the signs. Yeah. Follow the signs. But it's good being out of the elements, so that's nice. Um, take lots of breaks. Yeah, it's I, very important. I would say avoid the midday heat completely. If you can, yeah. Yeah. Go like go back to the hotel if it's nearby, or get yourself in a restaurant or a cafe or something like that, and just chill out. So, Have some of that shaved ice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sit back, relax. Let the let the sun start calming down a little bit, and then head back out after that. And we used to do the same when we were kids. Uh, we would have like a pool break in the middle of the day, you know, pool break and nap time, and then uh, go back into the parks and hit the parks again. So if you're staying at like any of the hotels um, along the monorail line or the Disney resort hotels, they all have really nice pools, um, especially Sheraton. Sheraton has like a really, really nice uh, pool, which looks very cool. Um, Mira Costa has a really lovely uh, indoor and outdoor pool. So yeah, check that out. Um, I think I kind of mentioned this already, but, uh, the water shows at the parks. Yes. Watch those. And that's a good way to cool down and get completely drenched. Yeah. And use the kids area. If you have, um, little ones, it will be a lifesaver. You don't have to wait as long and, um, much, much safer. So, uh, again, put safety first. And if you do have kids or if you're a kid at heart, um, Chris, do you sometimes run through the fountain at the American waterfront park? No. What? Liar. <laughs> yes, don't. you do. You don't. Okay. I don't do it cause... this year. It's fun. Okay. I'll don't do run. Walk briskly through. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise you may slip. Yeah. You'll slip. Don't slip. Don't, don't hurt yourself. Yeah. Don't want to do that. Uh, it's always fun to see like adults running through it, like ah! <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, and, yeah. and 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 it's going on all day. And um, sometimes you need it because the heat gets so so oppressive sometimes. And it's um, you don't have to wait for anything to to start to do that. It's going all day and um, and really easy, quick way to cool down. And um, at Disneyland, they have the misting areas, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have, like, little misting misting things everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. which is nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and we forgot to mention, like, all the different ice cream and stuff, too, at the parks. Like, what? Tons of How ice did we cream. not mention that? I don't know. But, yeah, like, the, the, the Mickey and Minnie ice bars are really good. Um, soft serve kind of melts too quickly. Man, soft serve goes really fast. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, 
Like, it's good to keep cool, but you're going to have to eat that thing really quick. Otherwise, you're going to have it all over your hand. Yeah, I feel like um, I want a cup whenever I get ice cream. Yeah, try and get a cup if you're doing that. Don't get a cone. Get a cup if you can. Um, the ice bars do melt pretty quickly, but not as quick as ice cream. Yeah. Uh, you still have to eat them pretty quickly, but... Yeah, they're good. And... Gelato. Gelato has um, a, a slower melt time. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of slower melt time, uh, there's an ice cream place ah! in Harajuku. Yes! That has non-melting ice cream. Kanazawa ice? Kanazawa ice, yeah. That is so cool. Yes, I've been telling my son. You know, my son is one of the rare people who does not freaking like ice cream. Weird. I know. So I'm like, let's go try Kanazawa ice. It doesn't melt because he loves popsicles. I'm like, it's like a popsicle. He's like, no, mommy, I don't eat ice cream. And I'm like, shut up. Why? (laughs) (laughs) But Are um, you sure you're my kid? I know. Did you try it? How do you like it? Yes. It was good. It was it tastes like ice cream. And it doesn't melt to up to 40 degrees Celsius. It won't melt. That's insane. I so feel like... I don't like, know what they have in it. Right. It was um, a university that developed it, I think. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the, the story behind it. That is so freaking cool. And I feel like in that area, the Harajuku Motesando area, there's so mm-hmm. many like hot ice cream places to try. So whether um, you go to Eddie's ice cream, which is like super deco ice cream, it's very expensive, but it's like really decorated and uh, nice for Instagram or um, that Thailand, the rolled ice cream is there. Um, they have like a gazillion different types of ice cream in, in Harajuku Motesando right now. Um, rainbow, soft serve in different flavors. Um, tons and tons of stuff. So, and it's tourist land, so it's perfect. Yeah, exactly. So I think, yeah, I think we went over pretty much everything for that. Yeah. That's good. Um, well, let's get to our listener question. Okay. Um, a lot of people were asking this. So where's the green alien mochi now? Man, I have no idea. It's in front of the SS Columbia now. Where was it before? It was in in the. It was in the, Amer- it was in the American waterfront, but it was it was like near the hot dog stand. Wasn't it by Toy Story Land? No. It was. Then it moved. Then it moved again. Why? Uh, Why is it moving so much? I don't know. I really don't. But last I like I, I checked last week, and it was in front of the SS Columbia. What? So kind of you know uh, right in front of Barnacle Bills. Mm-hmm. That kind of that you know walkway. Okay. That turns into the bridge. All like it, right. It was right there. All right. Um, and they only have so many, so once they sell out for the day, they're done. What's up with that? When did that start? It's been going for a few months now, so I don't know if they're getting rid of it slowly. Maybe. Mm-hmm. They should make an well, ice cream version. Like we've had that stuff for a long time, so I wouldn't be surprised if they decide to get rid of it. Have you ever had like Yukimi Daifuku ice cream? No. They should make a Yukimi Daifuku version of the, instead of the the mochi having cream inside, it should have ice cream inside. Ooh. They could do that. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'm surprised they haven't done it yet. Yeah. Well, hopefully someone's listening. They can do that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then for our park tip... 
for a lot of the gear that we talked about, you can find a lot of it at Daiso or other 100 yen shops in Japan. Mm-hmm. And there is a Daiso at the Shin Urayasu station, the mall. Yes, it's in um, Eon. Eon. Yeah. And there's the also Seria too. Seria. So that's like a higher end 100 yen shop. No, they're, they're both 100 yen. Yeah. Yeah, I was doing, like, air quotes, the higher-end <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's a good way to save money on that kind of stuff. Because a lot a lot of the stuff you probably won't use back home, depending on where you're from. Yeah. So there's almost no point in spending the extra money. And you can toss it before you go home so it doesn't take up luggage room. Yeah, like, if you want to get, like, body wipes or cooling packs or a little cooling towel. Like, misting bottles and stuff like that. Yeah, so you won't feel bad just like leaving it behind mm-hmm. um, after you're done with it because you know you only paid a dollar for it so um, do that to save yourself some money <laughs> alright so that's that's the show we have we have to say thank you to some of our Patreon subscribers alright so big thank you to Acros Disney Girl Alex Angela Mama Explorer Benjamin Bryson Carl Carrie, Claire, Claudia, Darren, Dave, David, Disney, It Girl, and Holly. Okay, and a very, very big thank you to JP and Jane. Thank you to Jess and Kathy. Thank you, Lee and Leanne. Thank you, Marie, Sarah, and Sophie. Thank you, Thomas and Timothy, like Timothy Mouse. Thank you, Tracy and Murray. Thank you, Tomoko, and thank you, Jessica. We can't do it without you. Seriously. So thank you. Thank you so much for that. So make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, wherever you get your podcasts from. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. If you have any questions or suggestions for the show, you can send them to us. Contact at tdrexplorer.com. Make sure you tell everybody about us. Let them know. And you can find everything we talked about here on our website at tdrexplorer.com. And we're also across social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, you name it, we're there, all under TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer, and I am the one trying all the shaved ice, because it is delicious and it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> and joining me in... Er, and joining me as always is the beautiful Patricia. Hey guys, you can find me looking for a cocktail in the city um, because for me that's the best way to escape the heat. And you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Dream Sweets Love and hopefully in the parks. But it's so hot. I'll be there at nighttime. So I'll uh, see you guys and keep exploring and have a great vacation.